0: Hey baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs and have some fun Get your popcorn ready I'm here so I won't get fined. It's about the stupid, I gotta say, it's the stupidest thing in sports
1: No! What? Get your big butt out of here!
0: What's up everyone, this is Steve Riffy and Andrew again Uh, If you guys listen to our Monday episode, Jesse and Casey are out. We're getting this one in a lot earlier this week. Normally we do this flex podcast on Friday morning. Um, We're doing it on Wednesday morning this week. So playing a little bit of catch up, Andrew. I normally go through my weekly rankings either late Wednesday evening or early Thursday morning to give them a fine tune. So these rankings aren't as dialed in as they typically are. Um, But we're going to talk through and we're going to talk through the matchups and at least give you some names who were like, yeah, definitely get this guy in your lineup. Um, And then some of the other ones, we will basically tell you to reference our rankings, um, you know, as the week comes along, because we got football starting up tomorrow, uh, which is, as you know, Andrew, if you've, unless you've been living under a rock watching football, Detroit Lions always have the morning game uh, on Thursday. So I've I've heard such things. Yes.
1: Those lions always seem even in their
0: worst years to
1: be right there. Main prime time uh, uh, while you're trying to consume your Turkey. And
0: most of the time it makes you vomit a little bit, but this year, hopefully it's not too bad. They've been good. Yeah. I I have mixed feelings on it. Part of me is like, you know, the lions and the Cowboys, The, the story is way back in the day. They wanted to do a Thanksgiving game. And both of those teams were the only teams that like basically raised their hand. We're like, I guess we'll do it. And so they've Mm -hmm. like rewarded them every year since then, but I mean, like that happened like 50 years ago. (laughs) So part of me is like, I wouldn't mind them switching it up every year. Like, I don't need to see the Lions every year or the Cowboys. They switch up the now. Maybe the silver lining in that is there is they did add the evening game that's been for the last couple of years. You know, added to it. So maybe that's the one we get. Like I said, I don't care that much about it, but. I don't know. It might be kind of fun to mix it up a little bit.
1: Absolutely, especially when the lines were so 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 bad for so long. But
0: now it now I don't care. Both these teams are good. Throw them in there. Well, what's funny is when I was a kid, my favorite player was Barry Sanders, and mm-hmm. now you can watch your favorite player. I mean, all you need is you know if you get the Sunday ticket or you Monday Night Football, any of these things, you can usually watch your favorite player. When I was a kid, I never he was my favorite player that I never got to see play. I probably saw Barry Sanders play in like five games over his career because you you couldn't get those games. I'm dating myself a little bit, Andrew, but what was on the TV is what you watched. That was it. There was no streaming. There was nothing. So uh, that was the one good thing I liked about the Thanksgiving games as a kid is that that was the one game per year I could watch Barry Sanders play.
1: I could not imagine having such restrictions on life. I need to
0: be (laughs) able to watch whatever I want when I want. Doggone You should should see my kids uh, when. When we are at a hotel where like they're watching cartoons on TV and it's a commercial, they're like genuinely confused as to what's going on. <laughs> they're like Oh, it's bogus. If I if I have a streaming service, I better have ad free. I like, am not paying for this to have ads. I know. We we have Disney right now, and I don't know if we they changed their policy, but we've been having commercials on it, and I'm like, What is happening? We're paying for this streaming service and we're still getting commercials. So bogus. Anyway. Well, Andrew, this the flex. Uh, if you listen, it usually goes fast, but you know Jesse's not here, like he wasn't on Monday to you know to reel us in. So this will probably go a little bit longer, but hopefully shorter than it did on, on Monday night. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. Uh, let me get over here to Detroit. Uh, basically, it's become this season a start. Your Lions doesn't really matter the matchup too much. I'm never too worried about it. Um, I'm looking to start Jared Goff more than likely, uh, depending on your other options. Uh, it's it's an average matchup against Green Bay. They're not a pushover by any means, but Detroit playing at home with all the weapons Goff has, uh, he's still a back end QB one for me. Amon uh, Ross St. Brown matchup proof. So it is a tough matchup for him. Maybe maybe you temper expectations slightly, but he's gonna be fine. Uh, you're starting him, you're starting Gibbs, you're starting Montgomery, you're starting Laporta. Is there really anything else I need to add? Are you starting any Jamison Williams, Andrew?
1: Okay, I'm not starting Jamison Williams, but if you're in in a normal league, but if you're in a deep mm-hmm. league, I am now willing to start Jamison Williams. We've seen his snapshare rise routinely. Um, Dan Campbell has come out and said, hey, this guy's actually doing the things. Like he's out of the DeAndre Swift doghouse that Swift never got out of. So yeah. Williams looks like a dog out there now. He's playing real football. I'm willing to throw him in if I'm desperate, 14-man league, but obviously not thrilled to play him. But you good. Yeah.
0: Well, l- let me go to the other side of the ball. Somebody who uh, you probably are way more willing to start would be Jaden Reed on the other side right is he are you starting him who would you rank if you had to pick one to start are you starting Reed are you starting dubs or are you starting Watson
1: all right to be honest uh assuming everyone's healthy because Reed I saw is banged up we don't know if he's gonna play but assuming he's healthy I am starting Jaden Reed first off again another guy snaps are rising so I'd probably go him one I'm I'm probably still gonna go Watson too. Just because of the pedigree, the explosiveness, but dubs isn't far behind Watson as upset yeah. as that makes me. Yeah. Um, so that it's Reed's
0: the top young guy there, and I, I kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I think I like I, I think I like dubs a little bit more than Watson just for like a, a floor. I think he's a little bit safer, but um, but for, sure. for the most part, I, I don't, I'm not excited to start any one of these guys. If you could combine them into one wide receiver, I'd be more excited. Uh so we're probably not going to have um, Aaron Jones. I believe he's out a couple weeks with a MCL sprain. So mm-hmm. that leaves A.J. Dillon, and I'm still not that excited about it. <laughs> like, he just, he's not a good running back. I just don't think he's very good. Uh, this is not a great matchup. Detroit giving up, in our adjusted rankings, the 10th fewest fantasy points to the position, giving up the 5th fewest touches, the 3rd fewest receptions. Um, they're just not giving up much to the running back position. So I've got him... Basically, is like a mid-range RB3, so maybe a flex you could fit him in. Um, but overall, I'm not too excited about him. And then Jordan Love, uh, not too excited about starting him either. He's more of a mid-range QB, or sorry, yeah, QB2 for me. And then, I sorry, I forgot to talk about Luke Musgrave. Not the week that I want to start Luke Musgrave. Detroit's been decent against the tight end as of late. Um, so I've got him as a mid-range tight end too. Um, yep just to back up what you're saying Luke, Luke Musgrave also been told he's
1: playing through injuries so that really limits him throughout the year us uh, going forward start your receivers and uh, against Detroit probably bench your running backs if they're on the line and I think Jordan Love could have a nice one in this one I think they'll be forced to throw but obviously yeah. it's Jordan Love exactly
0: all right let's move on to the thir- the Thanksgiving afternoon game the commanders at the Cowboys. Um I I think this is going to be an all Dallas game. This just, Dallas does have a tendency sometimes in these Thanksgiving games to play really well. I don't see that changing this week. Dallas looking a little bit like a juggernaut. Now I I will say their schedule has been very favorable. We saw them get blown out by San Francisco earlier in the year, but now I, I, that team that got blown out by San Francisco, that's not the Cowboys. In my opinion, I do think Dallas is a really good team. I don't think they're, a juggernaut but i do think they're a really good team i've always been a dac apologist um i feel like he's underrated by the media or or, or maybe overhated uh, you could probably be both right um so anyway uh i actually have washington pulled up so sorry i'm jumping around i'm gonna start with the commanders um i don't love Howell in this matchup i don't know is he matchup proof though andrew yeah he really might
1: be if you do not have a better option don't go out and like force in tommy devito or something mm-mm, mm-mm. um i would but he just got so much volume he's got just enough with his legs and this could this could have the makings of a fun game if if Hal yeah. can connect on some insane throws with those weapons this could be a shootout and i'd love to see it i'm not banking on it but it could be
0: yeah i just i wonder how much pressure uh Hal's going to be under how much duress he's going to be under uh, against this Dallas defense because they are very good. Um, oh, constant, but, but it hasn't stopped him from chucking it downfield on one foot, and we love it. I know. So, uh, yeah, I've got Sam Howell. Probably he's like a high-end QB two this week. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson, the wide receivers there, not super excited to start either of them. Um, I got them as more as like I got McLaurin wide receiver three, and then Jahan Dotson back end wide receiver four. Not too excited about those guys. Um and then Brian Robinson. It's been a pleasant surprise, just under 15 points per game. Almost in in some ways, matchup proof, which is crazy because he's the type of running back normally we would say is game scripted out of these games. I will say in a lot of these games I have seen it seems like he just gets bailed out by one of these like blown holes where he gets a long rushing touchdown or he's had a long receiving touchdown. Um, I'm not, I'm not taking it away from him, but a few of them have been a little bit fluky. Uh, I'm not super excited about him in this game. I'm still starting him. If I have him more than likely I've got him as a, as a high end RB three in this game. Um, But do not be shocked. If he gets you like under 10 fantasy points, I would not be shocked if that happens. And then, yeah, if Gibson's out, he's got to be an RB two or higher. Yeah, uh, and then tight end Logan Thomas, I got him as a back end tight end one because he plays tight end and he gets thrown to. <laughs> and we just talked about how Sam Howell's chucking it at least forty five times a game. Um, and then on the Dallas side of it, just start your Cowboys right. There's not really much Always. more to say. You're starting. You're starting Dak. He, I've got him as the QB two this week. Andrew, this matchup is amazing. Washington is about as vulnerable to the quarterback position as you can get Uh, them and Philly are just uh, being obliterated by the position and same with the wide receiver position. Uh, CD lamb, I got him as the wide receiver one this week. Um, And, you know, I don't want to claim victory on Tony Pollard last week because he only put up 16 points. It wasn't like it was amazing. And I feel like I've been pounding the table to trade for him for a few weeks. So (laughs) I was wrong plenty of weeks leading up to this. Um, but I'd be like Tony Pollard this week. I got him as a back end RB1 in this game. Um Hail Mary play. I think I would not be shocked if Brandon Cooks has a big play in this one against Washington. So, if you if like this is one of those situations where if you aren't expected to win your game and you've got like this flex spot that you don't know what to do with. And it's between him and like some other scrubs. I, I don't mind throwing Brandon cooks in. It's kind of a Hail Mary play in this one. Um, And then you're also, I also like Jake Ferguson. And this one is a back end tight end one. Yeah, I love it. And it could be, again, there's a chance for
1: explosives. So I like him at uh QB two deck for the week, which then just says the rest of the offense is good to go. You just hope that it, they don't uh, Washington doesn't go full Carolina. And I think the Washington offense is too good to go full Carolina and get stomped by 30, um so yeah, I think Daxon, the entire Dallas offense is good to start this week.
0: Yep. Uh oh, and not that I need to tell you people but uh start the Cowboys defense if you have them. Oh, uh, every week. Yeah. Um okay. Moving on to we got the evening game, a divisional matchup between San Francisco and Seattle in Seattle. Uh these these become easy when you have some of these teams, and one of these is start your 49ers in this one. Start Brock Purdy, I got him as a QB one this week. Start Brandon Ayuk. Start I'm starting Debo too. I, I Debo can go off at any point. If you drafted him, it's really hard for me to ever imagine benching Debo. So. He's at least making a flex or wide receiver three spot for me. And then George Kittle, the best tight end in football over his last six games, averaging the most points per game. He's really been on fire lately. Um, So, yeah, start all your 49ers. Anything else to add to San Francisco?
1: No, other than I just want to complain a little bit about uh, Debo. I want Debo freed, dog gummit. I was hoping on Brock Purdy would eventually uh, show not to be the guy and they'd have to go sign a big name. Uh, quarterback and spend money because they're gonna get to keep Ayuk, and this n- these Niners are gonna keep getting to do this every year. Um, yeah, start your Niners. Always start your Niners. Debo always an upside with a nice floor because of all the work. Uh, Kittle stay in the
0: Flames. Just just yeah. start them. They're so good. You know what's fun to watch too is Kyle Shanahan's such a offensive genius, and I love watching he's he, he drafts these players that are very diverse in what they can do. Um, other than his. Other than Brock Purdy, he's he's kind of a pocket passer, but I love seeing it when they run they run McCaffrey out at wide wide receiver and bring Debo in at running back. Like they'll shift him in motion and then Debo comes back in the backfield and it's like the play doesn't even change because McCaffrey's such a good receiver and Debo's such a good running back that it really can mess with the you know, the defense is what they're doing and it can really disguise what they're doing as well. So it's been fun to watch.
1: I love it, Steve. I, this is the future of the NFL positionless yep. football. It's going to be exciting on both sides mm-hmm. of the football.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, wh- wh- who's that guy? Uh, Colorado has that, that, um, I forget his name. Oh, Travis have, Hunter. He, oh my yeah. gosh. He's like, so ready he, he's like the inception of the, of the play both sides of the football, uh, offensive defense that who knows, we'll see what happens in the NFL. Uh, okay. Over to Seattle. Uh, Geno Smith, not only are you not starting him, if you have him on your roster, I would drop him just before this game. Even just, you just don't want him even on your bench infecting your other players in this one because this is such a tough matchup for Geno. I don't love it. I, I, I don't think he's going to have a good game. The only thing I will say, they are at home. But they're still seven point underdogs. I just have not seen much out of Geno this year to give me any kind of confidence. Their implied point total on the week is just seventeen and seventeen point seven five implied points. So not excited about that. Um, the only ones I'm kind of I kind of like in this matchup are the receivers, just because San Francisco is vulnerable to the wide receivers. So I'm fine starting DK. I'm fine starting Tyler Lockett. Um, now Zach Charbonnet, he is going to. Uh, he's going to get the full workload this week with uh, Kenneth Walker out, but it's a very tough matchup. Still starting him though, right? Oh, absolutely. I I, I got a league
1: where I'm not starting him just because I, I picked up Kyron Williams and he's back. Oh, so okay. unless you have something like that where you drafted two guys, found another guy somewhere. Yeah. You still got to throw him in. And this is a it, sports better. I'd take this minus seven line. This is disrespectful. Seattle's legit home field advantage. This is yeah. saying neutral field. San Francisco's a 10 point favorite? I don't think it, that's oh, that a 10 switch? point favorite. That's disrespectful. No, 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 no. No, no San Francisco's a 7 point favorite. Oh, what I'm saying is neutral field. So because San Francisco's oh, gotcha. uh, I mean, home field it. is worth so much? Yeah. Gotcha. And so that's that's a bit disrespectful. I the only thing I'll add is uh the Niners because they get up by so much, you're going to be able to start um one of these Seahawks wide receivers is going to have a good game. Good luck guessing which one. My first bet
0: is DK Metcalf, but it, it really could be Lockett or JSN too. Yeah, and these division games, it, anything's on the table. Like a lot can, especially if they're playing at home. Um, but one move I would try to make, if you have Charbonnet and you just got him off of waivers, I would try to trade him. Andrew and I talked about how he's just got, Seattle's got a brutal, brutal schedule moving forward. Um, if you can sell him as like, oh, he's the new bell cow, you know, for, uh, for Seattle, I'd try to move him and upgrade somewhere else if I could.
1: Let me read that schedule real quick. San Francisco, Dallas, San Francisco, Philly, Tennessee. Pittsburgh is the relief in the championship, but you're not making it there with him.
0: <laughs> no, it is brutal. These are all very good defenses, especially against the run. All right, Yep. right, let's move on. The next game, Miami uh, at New York. Miami is favored by 10 in this one. Uh, And we get the Tim Boyle experience, which we're all excited about, right, Andrew? Yeah, no. Uh, UConn guy, (laughs) who
1: literally, UConn, UConn is the worst team in all of college football. Okay, so start there. This is their starter. Did you know he had more interceptions in college than he did
0: touchdowns? He wasn't good in college. Why is he playing in the NFL? Andrew, I I feel like we talked about this on Monday. I feel like there's a conspiracy out there because I said... Andrew, while I'm while I'm talking, Google how many how many uh, human males are there in the United States? I just want you to Google that real quick. <laughs> uh, I got you. How many men between How many men between the ages of 21 and 35 are there in America? Just Google that for me, real quick, while I talk. Uh, so in this matchup, Miami. Let's start with Miami. Bad matchup for the wide receivers. Not worried about it for Tyreek Hill. Maybe a little bit worried about it, though, for Jalen Waddle. He's just only averaging 13.5 points per game this season. Now, Waddle can go off at any moment. So he's de- you're never benching Jalen Waddle. I just don't expect a big game for him. I've got him as like a mid-range to back-end wide receiver two. Um, Tua, not a great matchup for him either. I got him as a mid-range QB two in this one. So it kind of just depends on your options. I do like the running backs, though. Uh, I don't know yet. I haven't looked at practice reports yet this morning, so I'm not quite sure where we're at with Devin A. Chain. I really like Raheem Mostert in this one if A. Chain's out, but either way, I'm starting both of them if both are playing because the matchup is good. The Jets giving up uh, in our adjusted rankings the second most touches, the seventh most fantasy points to the position. Andrew, you got that stat for me? Uh, I'm I'm putting in the numbers right now. A little bit, a little bit of bippity
1: bap, a little bit of boppity boop and the number machine is spitting out roughly 60 million uh men in that category of that 20 to like 35
0: okay so a 60 million a a, a pool sample pool. now andrew of course not all these want to play football you know some of these guys are like i want to be an artist you know or i want to be a swimmer or i don't even like cricket you know yeah a lot of these they don't even like sports so we gotta we gotta cut that down to like I don't know, maybe 10 million. So now we're down to 10 million. Uh, And then that would genetics play a role. You know, you got a lot of people like us that just like football a lot, but we genetically can't do it. Um, But I don't know. It just feels like there should be better quarterbacks than the Tim Boyles of the world. Like you just said, through more interceptions in college than touchdowns. How does that make an NFL roster? They literally have one on their
1: team. Trevor Simeon is better at football than Tim Boyle. Please play Shre- Trevor Simeon. Also, I
0: have him in Dynasty, so please play Trevor Simeon. Um, Andrew, you, you need, we need to start making notes of some of these things. We talked about Like Dan Marino has 87 career rushing yards, and Tom Brady had 1,100, and my mind is just blown by that. Uh, the fact that a quarterback's playing in the NFL that threw more interceptions than touchdowns in college is also one of those that just blows my mind. Freaking Jets. All right, where were we? Jets. New York (laughs) Jets. Um, You know, I had some hopes for Brees Hall because he has looked really good. He's been efficient, but I'm starting to be not so excited about him moving forward. Um, Not a great matchup. Miami's actually really good against the running backs. Uh, I think partly because teams have to throw to keep up with them. Um, So they're not getting as much usage as possible. You're still starting, Brees Hall. I haven't gone through my full rankings. Uh, right now, just initially, I've got him kind of as a back-end RB1. We'll see where he falls out. So you're still playing him, but I'm tempering expectations. Probably not touching him in uh, in uh, DFS. Um, Garrett Wilson, it's a decent matchup. You know they're going to be playing from behind. I just do not know what to expect from Tim Boyle throwing the football. I, I, I really don't. Not expecting great things, but... At the same time, it can't be much worse than what Zach Wilson was doing. Um, that's probably it, though, for players for the Jets that we need to talk about. Those two don't really need to talk about anybody else. Uh, anything else to no, add? Oh, no. other than uh, one of my top streamers this week for defense, the Miami Dolphins, so I would definitely start them in this matchup.
1: Yeah, I was just looking uh, at the Miami defense. You can start them almost the rest of the way throughout the year. There's a couple defenses like that. The the Texans are another, where it's just the matchups line up. We'll let them ride.
0: Yeah, somebody commented yesterday, Andrew, that It doesn't count if I keep recommending defenses against the Giants, but I'm like, (laughs) well, that's like saying like, oh, you can still play, uh, play basketball, but you got tie one arm behind your back. Like, why not? Like that's, that is one of the cheat codes when you play defenses in fantasy football is just play them against every, every year there's one of those teams, one of those offenses that's just bleeding points to defenses and that's the giants this year so if if a defense if they happen to play a defense that's widely available i'm gonna recommend them more t- more times take, than not take
1: a hint from ivy league educated mike mcdaniel spam the easy button where you can throw it to tyree kill as much as freaking possible do the easy thing don't make it yeah. hard yeah where, where did he where did he go to school i don't even know oh, my gut is yale i just know it's ivy league because mm.
0: it, it blew me away let me i'll google that real quick while you go through so, the uh, you- the jets or the dolphins here's a fun fact he grew up here in the denver area and my son he had a a babysitter like nanny for a little while that lives in our neighborhood that watched him when he was i don't know six months to a year or something and she went to school with mike mcdaniels so oh fancy apparently mike mcdaniel played football at yale he did oh you guessed it right though you got the yale
1: Big Mike McDaniel guy, I'm kind of a fanboy. Mike McDaniel. I know you're listening out there. I know you listen to this incredible podcast. Love to meet you sometime we'll We'll hang out. I love
0: the thing where it says um there, there there there's like different scenes of him like like skipping through practice and just like bobbing his head and like having a good time and it says said something like uh Mike McDaniels looks like his dad owns the team." and was, <laughs> was gone for the weekend and left him in charge <laughs> and it is true it does it does seem that way he's no, incredible I'm, i love I'm him a, so much i'm a huge fan too i love him i love uh kyle Shanahan as well i'm a big fan of some of that, that tree right there like mcveigh too I'm a fan of mm-hmm. those guys all right moving on we, are we haven't talked to any dolphins though we haven't talked to any dolphins in oh, this match no i did no while you were looking up that oh. stat i talked about. oh that's right dolphins. i ignored you yeah. never mind that's fine uh all right moving on we're now in atlanta where the Saints are in town to play the Falcons. Uh, in this one, the. Where did I just. I just lost it. Where's the spread at? Oh, it's it's a, uh, there's no. Oh my God. You don't see that very often. There's no spread. No, you don't. No, that's why I lost it. Uh, yeah, that happens rarely where it's an even spread in this one. So, uh, coin flip. Uh, who's going to win this one? Usually I like to air on the home team. Um, as far as the Saints go, uh, Kamara, not a great matchup on paper, but who cares? Kamara can put up 13 receptions for 50 yards anytime he wants. Uh, so I'm playing Kamara, got him as a top five running back this week. Not looking to start Carr, not a great matchup. The, the Falcons are allowing a decent number of points per game. Uh, in our adjusted rankings to the quarterback position, but I think it's been a little bit fluky with touchdowns. They're not actually giving up that many completions or that many passing yards. I think they've just been giving up some touchdowns in the red zone and they've been giving up, giving up a decent amount of rushing yards and that's not Carr's game. So not looking to start Chris Carr, uh, Derek Carr in this one. Um, I am looking to start Chris Olave though. Still not a great matchup, but uh, coming off the bye, I hope he and Derek Carr worked on their chemistry a little bit because there's been a lot of points left on the board between the two of them. A lot of drops, a lot of miscommunications. Hopefully they got worked out in the bye week. Anyone else you're looking to start? You starting Taysom Hill? Uh, It's a good matchup for tight ends, but he doesn't really categorize as your normal, typical tight end. But uh, I don't know. You still starting him?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's always worth the play just because he does so many different things. We talked about on the Last pod we did about guys having a lot of outs like Christian McCaffrey. Weirdly enough, he has very similar outs, and one of them is throwing the football. He could run it, with receiving and uh, yeah, he's he's worth the play. You can also I don't, I don't know if you said it, Rashid Shahid. Um, he's 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 a dart throw. Michael Thomas is gonna be out a couple more weeks. He's talented. Um, AJ Terrell is, usually plays some shadow coverage, so that'll be Chris Olave's problem, which means it's not Shahid's problem. This is not a talented Falcons defense. It's a well-coached one. So Shahid can just out-talent that secondary. I think he's worth a dart throw to catch a deep ball.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, wait, actually, with Taysom Hill, though, I've been like looking at it. I feel like he would be right after your um, like Trey McBride territory. Like I still want to start like a Trey McBride over him, maybe Njoku over him, but anything beyond that, I'm probably looking to start Taysom Hill. Absolutely. Chase the touchdowns. All right. And let's see here. Let's go over to Atlanta. Desmond Ritter back at quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You'd be right. uh, (laughs) Bijan Robinson, been a disappointment uh, more recently and and on the season as a whole. I don't think there's a great matchup either. Bijan actually has a very tough end of regular season schedule coming up. And I, I just mean over his next three weeks. So, Uh, If you need to win right now, you have a trade deadline still looming and like you need to win your next three games, look to target a team that is a lock for the playoffs that maybe can help you out more now because he's got an amazing playoff schedule. It's like literally feast or famine. It's going to be terrible over the next three weeks and then amazing over the final three weeks. Um, This is one of those tougher matchups. Now, they are at home. Uh, It's going to be a close game, so I do expect more Bijan in this one than I do Algier, um but uh, it's it's going to be a tough matchup. I still have i him as like a high to mid RB2 for right now. Um and then I'm not very excited about Drake London uh Andrew um not a great matchup for him. I kind of need to see more from Drake London before I'm comfortable throwing him on my lineup. Uh, at best he's a flex. Um I'm probably still starting Kyle Pitts if he's still on my roster. Uh, I got him as like a high end tight end too. Uh, the Saints typically are good against the tight end, but they have not been the the last month or so. Ever since, I think Cole Komet, oh, he played him recently. There was somebody, Cole Komet and TJ Hawkinson just destroyed the Saints. So they, it's a little bit inflated, but they've been more vulnerable to tight ends as of recently. So I'm still looking to start uh, pits in this one. Yeah,
1: I, you start pits. You get tight ends just so gross. I mean, you're starting, I, I think I'd, Pitts or Taysom Hill, Stephen, in, in this matchup. Who would you rather play? Um probably Taysom Hill. Unfortunately, I think right. I have to agree with you. Yeah. But uh, Kyle Pitts is still a fine play. Tight end sucks. And yeah, hey, just would, hope the talented
0: options get volume. Where would you rank? This is not flex worthy, but let's it's just for fun. Kyle Pitts Dynasty, dynasty wise now, I'm asking you. Kyle Pitts or Sam Laporta? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to lean
1: Sam Laporta, mostly because I'm not sure what this Kyle Pitts stuff is going to look like. I think he's talented, but if he's going to be coached by Arthur Smith, he's going to be used like a wide receiver, which just isn't taking advantage of him being a unicorn. It's just making him Mm -hmm. a mid-tier wide receiver. So I'd probably stick with Sam Laporta and what I think will continue to be a good offense.
0: What about him or Kincaid? Same answer. Dalton Kincaid, easy. I just really yeah, like Dalton Kincaid. I do too. Now, here's my thing with Kyle Pitts. I do think he's talented, but I'm starting to wonder, are we looking a little bit more like Evan Ingram than like a Vernon Davis at tight end? You know what I mean? Like he, Vernon Davis, amazing career, um, decent ceiling. Evan Ingram, very, very athletic, wide receiver, tight end hybrid, which lines very well with Kyle Pitts. I'm starting to wonder if that's more his career path than this elite prospect that we all had hoped he would be. Well, and here's the thing.
1: I 100% agree with you. And look at Evan Ingram these last two years. He's been good because they found his role. You are not going to get an advantage, Arthur Smith, by using Kyle Pitts as a wide receiver because he's a fine wide receiver. He's an elite tight end. Use him like a tight end. You see Jonu Smith popping off in this offense. Use Kyle Pitts in that exact role. And yeah. he'll do way better than John U. Smith. I am. I don't know if they just need another receiver or something. I am triggered. This is a trigger for me, Steve. I don't know if yeah. you've, if you've noticed this. My God, Arthur. Any, yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I know Kyle Pitts. Not a great play. Well, but, but
0: you can keep putting him in there. All right. Uh, sorry that we had to do that, people. I, I'm sure you're sick of hearing about Kyle Pitts, but it, Arthur. He's he's talked about a lot. All right, moving on. We are now in. This is sad. This is a sad one. Get what? Looking at the Bengals. And knowing Joe Burrow is not playing. Um, It's just not, not only does it stink not having Joe Burrow, but now you look at every other weapon in that offense and it just gets sad because you have to lower the ceiling quite a bit for all of these players. Um, Do we know if T Higgins is playing in this one? Is he still out? All it,
1: there there's no real word on it yet all indications are that he should be set, just because frankly their season's kind of meaningless and uh he's still beat up so i think typically he'd be out they're leaning towards him being out and i think i saw jamar chase isn't even a shoe-in to play in this one
0: you know what i have uh jamar chase in dynasty in in a in our league and i'm this is a rebuild year for me i i wouldn't mind they just sit him i don't want to risk any injuries and uh he's not Although I do have him in one redraft league, so maybe I, I I need those points for him in there. But man, talk about a swing! The the the, the Bengals last week I think had uh, implied point total of like twenty seven, one of the highest on the week. Now they're at sixteen, which is probably the lowest, if not it's it's them. The Giants and the Jets are probably all fighting for the lowest implied total this week. Um, the Steelers are favored by one, which. I mean, the fact that Kenny Pickett's even favored when he wasn't even favored last week's somewhat surprising. But uh, I'm still starting my studs. I'm still starting Jamar Chase, still starting Joe Mixon. He did get a touchdown from uh, uh, Hudson or no, start with uh, Browning. Sorry. Yeah, Uh, he did score a touchdown from him last week, saving his fantasy day somewhat. So I think that's always a possibility. Um, But that's it. I'm looking at Mixon. I'm looking at Chase. I'm not looking to start Higgins, even if he does play, because he's got, I don't think he's going to play. Uh, usually you see more than one week out with a hamstring injury. So, um, yeah, those are the only two I'm looking to start. And then on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, let me get over to them. I am looking to start Steelers defense, though. Uh, I don't think that's a hot take. Definitely would be fine starting them. Uh, Kenny Pickett, it's a good matchup on paper, but as I stated on Monday's show, Kenny Pickett, 11 of his last. 18 games uh, under 200 passing yards. He just is not getting it done. Now, do, who's calling the plays now that uh, Canada's gone? Do we know? Really good question. This is
1: something I usually look into. Let me let me hit that with a Google. I'm going to say it's not going to make a massive difference.
0: I, I don't think it will either. As much as we want to rip on Canada, I can't imagine on their staff they have, you know, a Mike McDaniels waiting in the wings that can uh, take this offense to new heights. I imagine we'll see much of the same. Uh, so, overall... Uh, not start picket, but I do like Jalen Warren is kind of a, uh, back-end RB two in this one. He, he's been very efficient this year. He's getting more work now that he's been declared the starter. Uh, Deontay Johnson, you're starting him just cause you kind of have to, if you have him got him as like a wide receiver three flex option. Although he has not been great recently. Um, and then George Pickens, probably not looking to start him. Uh, I do like the matchup for Fryermouth though. I know he hasn't been good this year, but the matchup on paper is good. If you need tight end help, I think you could do worse than Friar
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Friar Muth, again, it's just because the, the tight end position stinks. And Pat, Pat's talented.
0: Um, and but as we've stated, this is not a good enough offense to trust anything in it. No, the Bengals have been vulnerable to tight ends. That's really the only reason I think he is somewhat in play this week. Um, All right, let's get over to Jacksonville, who travels to Houston in a division matchup. um, Seven and three Jaguars and the six and four Texans. So this is actually kind of an exciting game to watch. The Jags are favored by one and a half. Um, This is probably a game I wouldn't want to touch. I think that the Texans have looked pretty good. I do think D'Amico Ryan has that defense playing well. Uh, Trevor Lawrence he every time we want to get excited about him, he 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 burns us, Andrew. And this feels like a game he could burn us. Um, I've got him ranked as a back end QB one in this one because it is a good matchup on paper. But would I be shocked if he falls flat on his face? Not at all. Um, I don't know how high the ceiling is in this one. He's actually had some games against Houston, where Houston smacked him in the mouth in recent years. Um, I know. It's not the same. There's been turnover in Houston, but um, let's just hope it's a shootout between him and C.J. Stroud. That would be the ideal scenario. Uh, You're obviously starting Travis Etienne. Um, It's just an average matchup. Uh, He hasn't been as good recently, but that was largely due to the fact that they've had really tough matchups recently. Um, Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley finally came back to earth. A little more excited about Ridley. I'm hoping that they got it worked out. I'm hoping that Zay Jones split. Have you seen that split between Zay Jones playing and Zay Jones not playing it's it's crazy how much better It's Ridley like 100 is. yards a game for Ridley whenever Zay Jones is there he just needs the moral support so much for that like more mouths defeat narrative It's like (laughs) Zay Jones is like the catalyst that makes Calvin Ridley work. You know, he's like the the Mm -hmm. gasoline on the fire. Um, So I'm still starting Kirk. I'm still starting Ridley and Evan Ingram, a very good matchup. He's cooled down more recently, but this matchup is very good. I do like Evan Ingram this week as like a top seven option. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: I'm 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 willing to get back in on this Jaguars offense. I think that now they've got some kind of tough matchups down the stretch with a couple of games against Cleveland and Baltimore. But uh, this offense is talented. Um, this Texans defense is not that talented. It's fine. And we've seen in past games where it plays talented offenses. It crumbles a little bit. It is susceptible. D'Amico is a defensive god. But I think the uh, Jags are figuring things out. They they in an interview. Doug Peterson got told, you know, your average depth of target is like absolutely like terrible. Like it's really, really low. And he was like, oh, really? It's that low. And then all of a sudden after the San Francisco game, he's chucking it downfield more. This is one of the most efficient Lawrence games we've seen Buy into it. They put up 400 yards of offense last time they played the Texans. I think we are going to get the shootout we so want.
0: Oh, that would be must-see TV. I would love that. Uh, And we'll we'll probably need that with so many of the games already being played. Although, there's no buys this week. So your Sundays will actually be kind of like a normal Sunday, now that I think about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Okay, real real quick. It's
1: not going to be normal because, Steve, I don't know if you've noticed, there is a lot of divisional games in this one. I am ready for chaos. Teams that know each other, anything could happen.
0: I just meant normal as far as the number of games on TV. I was like a little nervous. Oh, I see. We had this three thursday games and then the one friday game i was like there's gonna be nothing left on sunday but no team drawn by this week so thank that's goodness good. yeah that is smart by the schedule makers which i believe the schedule is made by ai if uh if the commercial that i've been watching tells me anything you know what you see he doesn't them? lie said it used to take a months to put the schedule together and now it can, they can do it in seconds so yeah <laughs> uh, all right cj stroud starting him tank dell starting him nico collins starting him are you starting? You're starting Dalton, Dalton Schultz. All, so we know we can all agree those four guys are getting started. Are you starting any of the running backs, though? Damian Pierce, I think he's going to be back this week.
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm not starting them. I, it, you can play Singletary if you need to. Like, stay in the flames. I'm not saying bench him for a, yeah a, a, a crappy waiver wire pickup but uh yeah don't be don't think you're getting single terry you saw the last couple of weeks the jags defense is also very good against the run
0: they are they are the only thing they give up is a lot of receptions to the position i could see that happening but i don't think there's a very high ceiling and a potentially very low floor for these the texans backs. do not throw to the running backs they rip that that ball down the field they do not throw to running backs you know that's that everyone and i'll include myself in this a little bit you know the thought of uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire playing in Kansas city. Oh, he's going to get in this amazing offense. He's a good pass catcher. He's going to catch a lot of passes. The really good quarterbacks. That's the last person they're looking to is the running back position. They push the ball downfield. So that's why you don't see the Texans dumping off uh, unless you're Tom Brady. He was the king of the checkdown. All right, let's see here. Let's move on. Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay's traveling to, uh, to Indy to play the Colts. Um, Colts are favored by two and a half in this one uh, on the Buck side of the ball. Um actually, can you give me what's going on with uh, Shaq? Shaq uh, Leonard. Come on, you're yeah, you're on the, so- your feet on the ground there. Well, you're you you do not really live in Indy, but you're a Colts <laughs> fan
1: yeah it kind of came out of nowhere but at the same time it made sense once we saw it like nobody in Colts media was ready for it to happen like we weren't thinking this would be the way out we we thought we'd see a trade because we'd, mm-hmm. we'd not been playing uh Shaq Leonard most of the year uh I just I don't think it was a scheme fit more than anything else Gus Bradley does some I think dumb things on defense and we were like hey we save money you're not playing it just here's your release. And Colts media is mad about it, but I it's for the best for
0: both sides. I That guy was the best middle linebacker in football, right? For a little while there. And now just cut just a few years later. What was the injury he had that he Something had to return to with, from?
1: I think it was a back injury or a neck injury. Okay. One of those two where it's really bad. It's just the big thing here is Gus Bradley's defense is not meant for a good zone, play the pass and then try to get... Mm-hmm uh turnovers he's he'll find a home he'll be great somewhere else I
0: do good things Shaq Leonard miss you yeah he could be good for somebody one of these teams for a playoff run I could see that uh him fitting in especially with injuries usually this time of year uh sorry I digress back to Tampa Bay not looking to start Baker in this one although he has been a pleasant surprise um matchups not that great though uh especially on the road don't love him. Uh, Mike Evans, not a great matchup, but has it, it hasn't mattered with Mike Evans so far this year. Uh, he's probably going to score a touchdown <laughs> or get close to or or get tackled at the goal line, which he's had happen a few times this year. Um, still starting him. Got him as a wide receiver one this week. Rashad White, love him in this matchup. Got him as a top 10 option this week. Starting Rashad White. Keep rolling with Rashad White. Um, Chris Godwin. I uh, you're still starting him wide receiver three for me uh it's not been fun though he's not even averaging 12 points per game uh kate otten i like him i like him as like a tight end too in this one the matchup is good and he has been getting some targets so i don't mind starting him if you need tight end help um steve if i'm not incorrect your uh your your fantasy your guide here is is recent weeks right is where a lot of it gets weighted in terms of good matchup bad matchup it's actually average between season long and the last four weeks. So it's, it's, we, we, we try to, um, take an average of the two because four I have found is a little bit misleading, especially if, if you had, you know, a, a team had to go against Jalen Hurts, a defense had to go against Jalen Hurts, or they had to go against Travis Kelsey, or they had that game with Hawkinson where he put up 40 points. It can really skew it. So it's an adjusted rankings between, uh, it's not an even split, but it's it's a split between an average of uh last four games and then the full season.
1: Yeah, that explains why this looks like a bad matchup for Mike Evans and Baker, but I think it this is a good matchup for Baker and Mike Evans. It's yeah. we don't the, the Colts don't have corners. It they just gotten they've gotten to play Mac Jones a slash Bailey Zappi. They got to play Bryce Young, they got to play Derek Carr. They and Derek Carr actually kind of diced them. They got to play Deshaun Watson or no, it was actually a PJ Walker week. So they've mm. just had some easy quarterbacks. Baker, and I, and, and this is something to take advantage okay. of because people will look at the Colts and it looks like a bad matchup. DFS, get Mike Evans in there, get Baker in there, and you have to start Rashad White. He's oh, either yeah. going to have to be dumped off to or he's going to run because the Colts can't stop it.
0: And uh, they kind of blow on defense. Well, actually, to your point, and thank you for bringing that up, uh, we also add in the guide, we have that little PFF grade strength of schedule. So that probably goes to what you're saying they have baker make baker mayfield as a nine out of ten matchup on here so it probably goes to some of what you're saying with the secondary there uh all right moving on to indy now will you have this kind of insight about any other team or is this just you a self-hating colts fan
1: uh you know i i i think myself of a little bit of a leatherhead you know watching some of these football right. games but i you know indy of course
0: i i got the ins and outs of indy for those that don't know, Andrew uh, was a grew up a St. Louis Rams fan. Unfortunately, and his team was ripped out of his hands. Like he, you know, with little warning, they ripped your favorite team out of your hands, and you became a free agent. And people, he could have picked any team out of. He could have. You could have stayed a Rams fan for for all I know. You could have stayed a Rams fan, but you were probably burned by them. And you just went? What did you go with uh, zip code? Did you just like take a protractor out and 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 put the little mark and try to figure out what was the closest team to you? How did it work?
1: Just the updated version, uh, the the twenty twenty. 2020- What is 2020? Yeah, the 2020 version of that is when I flipped. I actually stayed a Rams fan because I was like, this is just the guys I root for. I can't not. I have an emotional attachment. But as soon as they started to feel LA, look LA, I was gone. And that was the year they uh, went and won the Super Bowl. So you you
0: you didn't even get to enjoy the Super Bowl.
1: Nope. Nope. I did not. I was a fan in 2018 when they lost in the Super Bowl miserably. And then I jumped on the Colts wagon when they got Phillip Rivers because they are the closest team other than the Chiefs. And I couldn't hop on a mid bandwagon with the best player in football. So, yes, I'm a Colts fan. I am bought in. AR is the future. I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate myself.
0: Now, if you could, if you have a a redo, which you can, by the way, I don't, this is, I don't know why you have this allegiance to the Colts. I would suggest uh Miami, I mean, I like what the coaching staff's there doing there. you got the exciting players McDaniel's just sorts by speed when he uh is trying to figure out who to draft or who to <laughs> trade for, which is fun. They play in south beach you you know every now and then try to do a, go visit Miami for a game. Just give it some thought that's all i'm gonna say
1: I'm a loyal I am one loyal s o b Steve I cannot yeah. be budged off of this.
0: All right. All right. Well, your favorite teams uh, and your favorite player, Jonathan Taylor, not a great matchup uh, against Tampa Bay. That's one thing we know they can do is stop the running back position. You're kind of you're forced to play him. You're going to play him. Uh, He could come through with a touchdown. He could come through with a big play. He could come through with some receptions in this one. So you're still playing him. But temper expectations. Andrew, you know who I love this week? I love Gardner Minshew as a you just talked about DFS or like a streaming, maybe a super flex second quarterback. I really like Minshew in this one. Now he could suck. He could completely suck, but (laughs) he's not good at football. He's not a very good quarterback, but he's a gunslinger. And that's what I want for fantasy purposes. And Tampa Bay has been just destroyed by quarterbacks recently. We just saw uh, Brock Purdy put up a perfect quarterback rating versus them. And then the week prior, now I'm not comparing CJ Stroud and Minshew, but C.J. Stroud did put up his best game of the season, over 40 points. I think Minshew is definitely streamable in this one. He did also put up 27 fantasy points against the Cleveland Browns, the best defense in football. Uh, So I think it's definitely within reason that he can put up some points uh, against Tampa Bay in this one. So I like him and I like Michael Pittman. I like Josh Downs. Uh, Anyone else you want to bring up or you agree with or disagree with any of that? I agree with you.
1: Take the over to uh,
0: the, the, the Colts are probably going to go
1: down early. They'll have to throw their way back into it. I think that 43 and a half over under might be a bit low. I like what okay. you're saying, Steve.
0: All right, moving on. Let's see here. Uh, this is, I don't even want to bring this game up. This is the game. I'm probably the least excited about of all of them. And that is new England traveling to New Jersey to play the giants. Uh, a total point, a point total of 33 and a half for this one. uh, I'm not excited, Andrew. I don't know about you. uh, I don't want to start anyone out of this. Now, if I had to say something, I'll start the defenses in this one. I think both defenses have a shot. The Giants have actually had really good defensive games against better offenses than this. So I think they're in play as a streamer. I think the Patriots defense is in play as a streamer. Um, Both teams not... Patriots have an 18-point implied total, and uh, New York, a 15-point implied total. Not a lot of points projected in this one. Um, If I'm starting any Patriot, it's probably going to be Ramondre Stevenson. That's it. Although, maybe you could consider Demario Douglas. It is a good matchup for the wide receivers, so I, I take that back. I think Douglas can make a flex, and then... On the other side of the ball, Saquon Barkley had his best game last week uh, since week one of 2021. He put up 30 or sorry, 2022, he put up 30 points. Uh, I like, you know, Saquon Barkley doesn't the matchup. He's not matchup proof per se, but he's about as good as you can get as far as volume goes at the running back position. So still starting him this week. It's a good matchup. Um, you starting anyone else for the Giants or is it just Barkley? yeah it's
1: it's it's just sparkly there's just okay. not a lot of talent on that side of the ball
0: what's too bad is it is a very beatable new england secondary for the wide receivers there's just no one that can take advantage or that you can feel a bit comfortable taking advantage of it um tommy devio did put up 20 what 2 points 25 points last week i i'm not expecting that to happen again it's just i think it was, he got a little bit lucky last week
1: um, well, and with Bill Belichick, what we're going to have to know is that he sells out to stop the one thing you're good at. He's going to do everything he can to stop Saquon, meaning yeah. I think Saquon will have to get passing work to stay in this thing. And if Tommy can somehow connect on a deep ball to Darius Slayton, um, I'd have to check the health on Darius Slayton. If not Slayton, then Hyatt. There could be a little pop play there because they're going to have to try to stretch the field to do anything.
0: Yeah. All right. Moving on. I, I felt. I feel dirty after talking about that game. Ugh, um, ugh. Moving moving on to Nashville. You just went to Nashville. Fun city, right?
1: Yeah, it was actually pretty, pretty awesome. And I, you know, hate the, the Titans. I despise their, the Chiefs are the Raiders to you. But man, their fans were, they, I like the fans there.
0: They were good people. Dang it. I don't want to like you, but fun place. Well, they've been division rivals of yours for the last two years. So I can imagine the <laughs> amount of, of, uh, hatred you've built up over the last two years, having to play them the last four times. know i hated them pretty quickly it did not take long (laughs) i I hate their uniforms if if there's any team that needs a uniform change when they that one week where the the old oiler throwbacks i was so that's when i was there that's when i was there was awesome for for the uh for my graphics that i do i'm just gonna try to use oiler photos i know there's only so many because they only played that one game but uh please do more of that nashville I, i would appreciate it also be, be change your name the titans there are no titans in nashville like i don't know be be something uh the the uh, folk singers i don't know do something with music like the you got the mountaineers the, the, or something you know you got the utah jazz even though they used to be in new orleans uh you know do something like that i don't know it's just i digress uh so carolina in this one uh i'm starting adam thielen great matchup for him he's been he, he's been the the air has been bleeding out you know, over the second half of the season a little bit, but he's still fine. He's still getting targeted enough. He's still averaging 17 and a half points per game, starting him. Uh, definitely not starting Bryce Young. Don't want anything to do with him. Don't want anything to do with these running backs either. I do not recommend starting either one of them. Uh, that's it, right? I didn't, li- I didn't miss anything?
1: Uh, No, uh, not not on the Panthers side of the ball. Nope. Uh, Adam Thielen and check out.
0: Yep. Uh, and then let's move over to Tennessee. Derek Henry, can he have a good game, Andrew? Uh, on paper, he should. Right? This should be a Derek Henry game. Uh, yeah.
1: This this Carolina team, they are this defense is drop everyone, don't let them throw deep touchdowns on us, and hopefully they throw a pick on accident.
0: So yes, Derek Henry should hopefully do something in this game. Yep. E- ever since I said he was a uh, one of my favorite running backs the rest of the season, he's combined for eight points the last two weeks. So uh, please, Derek, I need a fifty burger from you this week. To make up for the last two weeks uh, on that call, uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins, not a great matchup for him. Carolina actually is good against the wide receivers as far as slowing them down. Um, you're still starting him though. I still got him as a wide receiver too. Uh, any chance you're starting Tyje Spears in this one, or is it too risky? I actually
1: wanted to bring it up. If you are, it's a full slate, so it's not like there's bye weeks. But if if you're for some reason super desperate, you could. I'm not looking to do it. Um, but he, he could see some dump offs. Like I said, they drop everyone deep in Carolina, and uh, Kyle Phillips. Shout out Kyle Phillips. He's going to be working underneath, and uh, the Panthers are going to do everything they can to stop DeHop from catching a deep ball. So you could see a little nice week from Kyle Phillips. DFS
0: stream. Don't hate it. All right, all right, uh, all right. We're leaving Nashville. We're traveling to the desert, Andrew. We're going to Arizona. Where Kyler Murray? He hasn't. He's just as good as he was right before he got injured. I I've seen no drop off. I don't know about you. Um, he's looked good. He's averaging 19 and a half points per game, which is just right around his career average. I know it's two games, but still he's looked good. He's looked quick. Uh, I'm starting Kyler Murray. Absolutely. Um, it's not a great matchup and we have seen now this isn't the same Rams defense. We have seen the Rams really put bottle him up in recent years. Um, but I don't think that happens this year. I think he's gonna have a good game. I got him as my QB seven right now. Uh the running backs, don't love them quite as much, but it's James Connor. Every time I try to doubt the guy, he gives me one of those games where he gets a total of 75 yards, but he ends up with 10 receptions, two touchdowns. Wouldn't be shocked if that happens. I just am tempering some expectations for him. Uh Trey McBride, I do like him this week. I think he does fine. I think he should be in your lineup. Marquise Brown, though, any any thoughts on Brown? He has been bad in the two games with Kyler Murray. Think that turns around?
1: Um, I'm afraid maybe not this week. You say Kyler's looking good, and he does. He looks a lot like athletically like Kyler. He's rusty. He's getting back into it. He's just playing football again. I think that's some of the issue with the deep ball. Unfortunately, this Rams defense is smart and will try to take away that deep ball. uh, Meaning, unless they use Hollywood more creatively, which they might, this will be a zone heavy. Take away Hollywood kind of defense, which means you should be starting Trey McBride and be very, very happy to do so. Now that you would mm-hmm. send him anyway, uh, I think Rondale could have a nice one having to work the underneath side of the zone. Um, so, yeah, maybe fade Hollywood this week. Yeah, he might catch a deep ball, so you don't have to bench him. But I
0: think this is a McBride week, not a Hollywood week. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, other side of the ball. I don't think we're going to have Cooper Cup this week. Do you or is he expected to play? From what I can tell is it's, a, again, day-to-day. I would not think they'd risk anything with him. Uh, the fact that he was ruled hard. out so early after that injury, I just can't imagine he's whoop, right back to playing this week. So I am counting on him not playing. Um, obviously, obviously, if he's playing, he's at least startable on your roster, but I'm not counting on it, which means I love Puka Nakua this week. Uh, you're starting him. Um Matt Stafford, the ceiling has just not been there for him. I, I can't start Matt Stafford. I don't care who he's playing. Thirteen and a half points per game with no real big games so far. Uh, I'm not looking to start him. Kyron Williams though. Uh, <laughs> Sean McVay right before Thanksgiving said, "Daryl Henderson, appreciate what you've done for me. Get the hell off my roster." <laughs> I don't. Here's what I'm confused by: who they they have like Ronnie Rivers on the team, right? Uh, is is he not their second best running back, Daryl? Now Daryl Henderson has been bad this year. His a, his average yards per game have been terrible. But he can't even stay on the roster. He can't just go into a backup role for Kyron. I'm are you at all confused by that? Uh, he's got to
1: hate Daryl and just brought him in because it's the only guy who knew his offense or something. It's, it's gotta it's, be. It
0: felt personal. It does because like when he cut him, what was it last year, two years ago? I was mm-hmm. surprised by that move there's something with McVeigh and these running backs first remember he had all that there was some stuff with him and Todd Gurley and then uh we've had it with Daryl Henderson and then Cam Akers there was the constant you know he might get cut or that he's on the trade block they wanted to trade him there's something going on there with uh McVay and these running backs uh wouldn't be surprised if we at some point see Kyron Williams get cut down the road you know next year maybe uh, but I want to prob- speak to that, actually. I mean, with,
1: with Royce Freeman, there's not a not, There's a chance Royce Freeman's the RB1 here. I don't want anyone ruling that out of their mind. I'm not preaching that. I'm not saying add Royce Freeman as if he's going to and drop Kyron as if he's not. Sean McVay does weird stuff with running backs, as we just talked about. Royce Freeman is a good big pass blocker. You Don't don't rule something out that okay. Kyron was good because he was playing 80 percent of snaps. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be there anymore, but maybe it is. Just keep it in mind.
0: Yeah, I. I'm going to err to the side that Kyron Williams goes back to like 75, 80% of the role he had before um, because he was playing well. Um, He was catching a lot of passes. Uh, I don't think he's up to the, what he had, he had a hundred percent snap game in there and a 90, 98% snap share in one game. I don't think he goes up to that high, but I do think he'll get to like 70% of the snaps at least. Uh, But we'll wait, you know, there is some risk, but I, I I'm still starting him no matter what. He's starting in my lineup. Um, I'll probably have him uh, right now. I've got him way low because I haven't updated my rankings, but I'll probably settle in around. I'm going to guess RB 15. It's probably where I'll end up with him. So definitely starting him this week. Hold on to Royce Freeman, though, just in case, as Andrew would say. All right, let's move over to my uh, city, Andrew, Denver, where the Broncos are one and a half point favorites against the Cleveland Browns. Not excited about this game. You skip, want to skip skip it? too much orange too much uh defense ooh ugh, ugh. speaking of teams that need a uniform update the Denver Broncos <laughs> uh so in this one let's just start with Cleveland i am starting Jerome Ford it's a good matchup for the running backs uh Denver been playing a little bit better but if you watched any of that Vikings game they were kind of running at will against Denver there was wide open lanes wouldn't be surprised if we see the same thing with Jerome Ford uh i think you can bench Amari Cooper now I don't know what your rosters look like in deeper leagues. You probably have to play him, but I do not like him this week. Um, I don't even have him as a wide receiver three. Patrick Sertain is the real deal. He can clamp down on anybody um, in a, what is Amari Cooper, almost 30. Not saying he's lost a step or anything, but the combination of that with Doriel Thompson-Robinson throwing the ball, I don't like it. So no likey. Uh, Don't be scared to bench Amari Cooper. Um, That's his official statement. No likey. (laughs) no likey uh david and joku though do likey uh 15 targets last week and from every i didn't watch that game but i had a number of people message me he had 10 drops in the game i doubt that status correct i I, 10 10 drops in a game feels almost 10 drops in a season would be a lot 10 drops in a game seems uh, like maybe there's some embellishment going on there but i don't care 15 targets and Denver is very beatable, gets the tight end position, giving up the most points per game in our adjusted rankings. Start David and Joku. And let's go. Yeah, it'll head. be it'll be a yak game for receivers. I think I'd probably
1: start Elijah Moore over Amari Cooper this week. Hot take. Don't do either, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, start the defenses. If you really want uh, some points, start both defenses in this one. Uh, Denver. Only 18 implied points in this one, um, which is lower than typical. And that's because they are playing Miles Garrett and company. I'm not starting Russell Wilson. Uh, I know he's been decent on the year. He's been a mid range QB2. I don't care. I'm not starting him this week. Maybe he burns me. Maybe not. But there's just no. What Cleveland has done against the quarterback position has been pretty insane. Um, I, I don't remember the stat now, but more games than not, I think this year they've held quarterbacks under 200 passing yards. Um, I just don't think there's much of a ceiling there. I mean, they had to, he had to throw a touchdown pass with practically time expiring, uh, last week to even have a decent fantasy game. And that was against Minnesota. I'm not as optimistic against uh, Cleveland. Um, so not starting Russ Javante Williams starting out of necessity. I don't love the matchup. Same with Cortland Sutton. Hard to bench him because he does have the second most touchdowns for a receiver this year. Uh, But he's probably the only receiver I'm looking to start, and I'm not even excited about it. I've got him as a back-end wide receiver three, high-end wide receiver four this week.
1: I've got nothing to add there. This game's gross. There's much better games to talk about.
0: (laughs) All right. Speaking of better games, Kansas City and Vegas. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, not been getting it done this year for fantasy purposes, 18.8 points per game. Uh, For Patrick Mahomes, that's like 10 points per game for an average human quarterback. Um, He's just not having, he's at least six points per game off of what he was doing last year, maybe seven points per game. And good reason is we've seen the receivers. They've just let him down time and time again. There's no great wide receivers on this team. It's it's very average at best. Um, And Travis Kelsey, I mean, he is 34 years old. He had a costly fumble against Philly Monday night. Um, Obviously, you're starting Mahomes. um, You're starting Kelsey. I do like Pacheco in this one. Vegas is very beatable to the running back position. The Chiefs are still, uh, you know, have 27 implied points. And Pacheco, to his credit, ran pretty well against Philly last week on Monday night, which Philly is the toughest team to run against. If he can run against Philly... He can easily run against the Chiefs. I really like Pacheco this week. To I think he has a chance to finish top ten this week. Um, are you starting any anyone else there besides those top three? Starting any of the wide receivers?
1: No, Rasheed Rice, man. I'm hoping to see you get a rise in snap share after the bye week. Didn't happen. Well, what I did am he, fully out. What did he end up on, at his snap share of this last week? Fifty seven percent, and in a game that they had to throw.
0: They needed more Justin Watson. Is that what they decided?
1: Yeah, <laughs> they need they need a double digit target Justin Watson every game.
0: Yeah, I I I don't I don't know what I'm missing because Rasheed Rice seems to be the only playmaker that can actually do something in this offense. So I don't know, maybe maybe there's more that we don't see. You know, in the in the huddle where maybe he's more doesn't know what he's doing or something that we just can't see. I don't know, but when he's on the field and he's getting targeted, he's the I think head and shoulders above the other receivers.
1: Oh, I agree there. He's more talented.
0: They're just not playing him. Yep. All right. Moving on to Las Vegas. Uh, Still starting Jacobs. This Chiefs defense is for real. I'm starting the Chiefs defense for sure. If I have them, Uh, the only two Raiders I'm looking to start are Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Um, That's it. We did see AJ Brown get completely shut out by the Chiefs. Uh, That doesn't mean they're going to completely shut out Devontae Adams. You still start him, but temper expectations for both those guys. Yeah, nothing I'm excited to do. Start your studs. That's about it. Yep. Uh, let's move on to Buffalo and Philly. Now, this one I would assume you're excited about. Oh yes, sir. I, I the Bills and, and the Eagles are getting a couple nice matchups in a row. I love yeah. this. Good job, schedulers. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Um, I I think you know Philly's favored by three. That that feels about right. I we all want to count out the Bills. It's really hard to count out the Bills in any game. Um, I know they whooped up on the Jets, which doesn't mean a whole lot, but the Bills, there's just too much talent on that team, uh, on both sides of the ball. That would I be shocked if they upset Philly? No, I wouldn't. I'm still expecting Philly to win in this one, but I like Josh Allen in this one. I great matchup for him, great matchup for Stefan Diggs. Buy low on Diggs if you still have a trade deadline. Uh, Try to get that trade done. I think he goes off in this game. I think Kincaid goes off in this game. I think we could even see Herbert or Davis have some big plays in this one. I like the Bills offense in this. Uh, the only one I don't love is James Cook, but I do think he could catch a few passes to save your day to give you you know 10 to 12 points. Any other takeaways on the Bills side? No, I, I think
1: you could, the Eagles secondary is a disaster. Absolutely horrendous. The Chiefs couldn't take advantage of it because the receivers are absolute doo-doo i yeah mm-hmm. stefan diggs man i want to get him in my dfs this is i think gonna be a big week
0: yeah i think he's very good shot at going over 30 points in this one um other side of the ball the the battle for qb1 overall between jalen hurts and josh allen i don't know who'll come out better in this one i actually like the matchup better for J, uh for josh allen um but hurts just gets it done every week I guess you're starting him uh I don't think anybody's blink, flinching at A.J. Brown's bad performance on Monday night. I could say try to buy low on him, but I, I think people are smarter than that. I think A.J. Brown bounces back this week. Uh, I really like the matchup for DeAndre Swift. I actually think DeAndre Swift could be a league-winning running back. He's already been kind of a league winner, but I think he could get, could get could be even better down the stretch. He's got such an amazing schedule moving forward that... There's very few running backs I'd rather have than DeAndre Swift for the rest of the season. Um, I think he's going to put up some really big games. I guess I, I will say his his upside's still limited with, with the push-tush and Jalen Hurts taking goal line work, but I do think he's going to have a lot of yards and hopefully get a couple touchdowns uh, over the rest of the season. He's got a very good schedule moving forward. I agree. Um, and then Devonta Smith, Still starting him. He missed out on a touchdown by just a yard last week on a big play where Hurts underthrew him. Guy can go off any week. I'm starting him this week. Super-duper important for Smith is going forward is with Goddard out, it's
1: right back to what it was last year with Goddard out. Smith, instead of being the deep ball specialist uh, that he was earlier in the year, is now taking the Dallas Goddard role, working in the middle of the field while A.J. Brown just does A.J. Brown things. But Smith, yep. he's start every single week going forward
0: with confidence. Here's- Here's a question I have. Do you think we have? It's I know it's a small sample size of AJ Brown catching the ball with one hand, but is is he even that much worse catching with one hand versus two? Because every time I see him get one arm on the ball, even if it's not in bounds, like he 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 will catch these one handed passes like near the back of the end zone or down the sideline, and he always catches it. I, I feel like he he can catch with one hand just as good as two.
1: He's this he's this generation's Randy Moss, and I and I do not take that lightly
0: that he's in credible physically yeah. i actually think he's more uh terrell owens if i was to compare him to another receiver he's just a f- physically like a bully you know he's just a bully love him. i can dig that uh all right moving on to another exciting game andrew we're going to sofi stadium where your former team the rams play but this is not we're not talking about the rams we're talking about the chargers uh versus baltimore baltimore's favored by three and a half i i feel like the chargers are cursed. They had Philip Rivers for a very long time, and now they have Justin Herbert, and they're just always a like 500 or below team. They they just have very few winning seasons, or like they're they're always that team that just misses the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs this year, more than likely. Um, I don't know. They might just be a cursed franchise. Uh, so, but in this game, I probably do like Baltimore to beat them. Um, like I said, they're favored by three and a half in this one. Uh, Lamar, you're starting him. Really good matchup, uh, in this one. Zay Flowers, I actually think he had a kind of a questionable call, called back last week. Now with Mark Andrews out, I think we see a few more looks his way. I like Zay Flowers in this one. I like Gus Edwards. I don't know how many games he's in a row he scored a touchdown, but I think it happens again this week. Like Gus Edwards. I even like OBJ as a dart throw. Uh You know, in deeper leagues. And then I like Isaiah Likely. I think he's a tight end, too, in this one with some upside filling in for uh, Mark Andrews. I added him. I I haven't checked my waivers to see what's been processed yet, Andrew, but I tried to add Likely in every league I was in, uh, regardless of my tight end position. So I like him this week. Any other any other thing you have to say about the Baltimore? No, uh,
1: just the, someone's going to fill in for Mark Andrews. Like it's an absolute necessity. Uh, I, I'm going to be curious to see who it is. I lean towards it being OBJ, taking on those targets. And Zay Flowers is the deep guy downfield. But yeah, start start your Ravens. a uh, Little concerned to see if someone can fill Andrew's shoes completely. But I, I think someone will. Well,
0: we know they can't completely fill his shoes. But I do think that, you know, I think all those guys soak it up a little bit. And I don't think it affects... Lamar Jackson, as much as some people might think. I think he'll still be fine. Um, Other side of the ball, Justin Herbert, the third best quarterback in fantasy football, uh, averaging over 21 points per game. He's kind of matchup proof. This is a bad matchup. Baltimore is very good against the quarterback position. Uh, We've seen them obliterate uh, some good quarterbacks this year and shut them out. Um, I don't know that they can do it to Justin Herbert. I do have him more as a back end QB one this week versus like a top five option. Um, But he can go off at any week. I am a little bit worried about the weapons uh, being a little bit dinged up. Uh, It's kind of Keenan Allen and nobody else. Uh, So to that point, I really like Keenan Allen this week. Uh, I like Austin Eckler probably about it for the chargers.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this for Justin Herbert. He doesn't yeah. have enough weapons. He's been playing
0: out of his
1: gourd lately in okay. order to get this uh, Chargers offense going anywhere. I think this is going to be a down week for Herbert. Start him if you have him, because in the redraft, you probably don't have a better option. I wouldn't be chasing this over-under on DFS. I would not be pushing Herbert into lineups if I don't have to.
0: Yeah, who did they just play, though? It was a bad matchup, and he came through. Uh, I, oh, I already forgot goodness. who they played last week. I think it was last week, i did week, too. I enough. Well
1: hold on. I know but he just played out oh Green Bay. And that, and that was a, okay, a bad yeah. matchup for quarterbacks because but, they just don't have to do much. But he played insane. He's playing yeah. Matt Patrick
0: Mahomes level. I don't love him this week. And Baltimore is better than Green Bay. That's more of a misleading points per game stat that Green Bay was giving up. All right. Final game. Monday night football. Bears at Minnesota. We're not gonna have Justin Jefferson, right? He's he's out again. They're gonna wait till the Bunny. Yeah, from everything I've heard, yeah. And I think that's smart. Like, I know fantasy people are annoyed, but Andrew, when he got hurt, was it week three or week five? Was it after week
1: three? It was. Week five, he played 71% of that game.
0: Okay. We said right after that. We had all on the text chat, and we had it in our buy-sell column, or post, I should say, after that. Sell, Justin Jefferson. um, It was the right call. I, you've been holding on to him for this long, when you could have been getting points from anybody. Uh, I think he's going to be out through the bye week, so that means you get him one game before the fantasy playoffs. If you had him, and you stashed him this on, this whole time, probably not in the playoffs. So, uh, unfortunately, kind of a, a loss season for Jefferson. Hope he might help somebody out in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, but. Talking about the fantasy implications of this one. Love Josh Dobbs in this one. He keeps getting it done. He's at home. It's a good matchup. Got him as a QB1 this week, so you're starting him. Uh, I've got Justin Jefferson in the guide, but I don't think he's playing. So uh, we'll talk about Jordan Addison. I'm still starting Addison, probably. Probably as a flex, at least. Um, Not been as good with Kirk Cousins out, but matchup's good. Uh, And then I'm, of course, starting TJ Hawkinson. I think he... Uh, could finish as the best um best one this week uh anyone else to talk about for oh sorry and then the running backs um they actually look pretty good against denver last week uh what do you think of madison and ty chandler this week
1: i'm actually not that thrilled to play either one of them it's a near 50 50 split in terms of work i know madison played more snaps which is kind of odd um i'm avoiding where i can bears have been stout against the run um Obviously, that was a little bit different against Detroit last week. Not excited to play either one, although you definitely could play both. And Chandler looks explosive.
0: Yeah. All right. Moving on. Oh, actually, what about the Vikings defense? I've had a lot of people asking me about them. You think uh, they've they've come through in some games. I, I These ones make me a little more nervous. We Justin Fields had over 100 rushing yards. He is going to get sacked. He's probably going to turn it over at least once. But I just don't know how high the upside is in this one for their defense. Steve is a big football guy. I'm
1: really interested to see this game. I think Justin Fields is good. I'm I'm saying that. I think he's Mm -hmm. a good quarterback, not an amazing one. But this is going to be a real big test against a uh, Minnesota defense led by Brian Flores that does everything it can to mess with you mentally. And we know that's where Fields does not do so well. This is boom bust on every Bears player and the Vikings defense. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Well, let's talk about the Bears real quick. Justin Fields, definitely starting him in this one. Um, Definitely starting DJ Moore. He's been very good with Justin Fields uh, at his quarterback. Uh, Why (laughs) did I just realized in the guide? I have, I have two Tim Boyle on here. (laughs) I I see that now. I don't know. I got to talk to AJ. I don't know what he's doing in here, (laughs) but uh, uh, Cole Komet. Starting him uh, back in QB or sorry, tight end one in this one. And then um, are you starting Khalil Herbert? We still waiting to see. He did get what 15 rushing attempts last week. Uh, didn't do much with them, but not a great matchup. The The only thing that the Vikings are giving up a decent amount to is the receptions. But are you still kind of waiting on Herbert before throwing him in your lineup?
1: I'm confident he's the starter if Foreman's out, but I'm not, I, this could be a three way backfield. I'm, and that's what I'm leaning towards. A lot of blitzes. Yeah. I'm not excited to play him. Yeah. Me either.
0: But, uh, well, Andrew, uh, that wraps it up. That's about twice as long as Jesse and I usually get through the flex. So, uh, (laughs) those that want to hear us, nothing less, those that want to hear us ramble on, uh, you're welcome. Happy Thanksgiving. Those that were hoping to get, you know, just a quick, uh, episode as on their commute to work, my apologies, because uh, you'll have to listen to the second half on your way home from work (laughs) and hopefully get through it. So, uh, for myself and Andrew, good luck this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! And then uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you next week for a recap of week twelve.
1: Eat some turkey, people. Have a good time.